Are you ready? Coming to you from Tamid Group's headquarters in Washington, D.C., building the future alongside the startup nation, the only podcast for the Tamid community. This is Tamidcast. Hello, hello. Tamid members are back on campus for the spring semester, and we are back with our first Tamidcast episode of 2016. I'm Nate Gilson. I hope everyone is having a great start to the semester. You know, looking back at 2015, we made remarkable progress on so many fronts. I could spend an entire episode listing big accomplishments from the past year, but I won't do that. I mean, we doubled the fellowship. The education curriculum was better than ever. We had the first ever case competition. We have more Israeli consulting clients than ever. We added six new chapters. The newsletter took off. The conference in Ann Arbor was a huge success. We established our professional staff, and I could keep going. I didn't mean to turn this into a big list of everything that's happening. I told you I wouldn't. I guess I did. That's what happens when you're just just so proud of an organization. You can't help yourself. But what I really want to talk about is a particular area of Tamid that arguably has made more progress in 2015 than any other, and that's the fund. So much is made of Israel as the startup nation, a country bursting with amazing entrepreneurship and inventiveness. That's completely true, and we love it. But those startups mature into corporations. Here's a question. Which country is home to the third most companies trading on the NASDAQ behind the USA and China? It's not the UK, it's not a big European country, it's not Canada, it's not Japan, it's Israel. Little Israel, a country the size of New Jersey. There are now hundreds of publicly traded Israeli stocks. Of course, it starts with high tech. You've got the software company Amdocs. Checkpoints, the big cybersecurity company. There's Mobileye, a company whose engineers are paving the way for the self-driving cars that we keep hearing about. It spans industries. Teva is one of the world's most important drug companies. Caesar Stone makes countertops, and they're a billion-dollar company. Of course, there's SodaStream. There are so many more. The point is that Israel's rich offering of publicly traded companies is a huge opportunity for Tamid. For our members who are interested in finance, tomorrow's hedge fund managers, tomorrow's star Wall Street analysts, Tamida offers what you might be doing anyways on campus, joining an investment club, but Tamid's fund focuses that energy on Israel, a really great starting point for a student looking to become a better investor. And that brings us to our guest, Jake Spire. He's a senior at USC. He's the national director of the fund on Tamid's national operating board. Jake, welcome to Tamidcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Nate. You know, beautiful day here in LA. How about you? Weather awesome. treating you well on the East Coast? <laughs> Not exactly. I wish. I wish. We're gonna have to come out and visit you guys. Hey, I do miss the snow sometimes. So you know, there's there's a bright side to everything. Yeah. Well, we're kind of in that very slushy period right now, where it's been melting for a couple of days, and that's the worst. Yeah. No one likes slush. Nope. <laughs> so, Jake, tell me, you've been involved with Tamid for a while. Looking back, what's your number one favorite Tamid moment? Wow, that's a great question. You know, I've been I've been involved since sophomore year, so now that I'm close to graduating, that's that's almost three years that I've been with Tamid. Uh, I'd say honestly that my favorite moment would have to be uh, probably the conference that we had this year uh, in in Michigan. Uh, you know, just being able to see sort of the impact that Tamid has nationwide, uh, because it's very easy when you're in your own chapter to sort of fall into habits of saying, okay, this is how our education works, this is who's involved, this is kind of the community that we've built and a family specific to a school. But then when we see how much impact Tamid has as a national organization, uh, the diversity, both of our members and ideas, the energy that comes from you know every facet, every edge of this country um, coming together, it's it's pretty incredible to see what what students are able to accomplish. And I'd say that, especially over the past three years, just having the opportunity to take my perspective from you know USC centric, then to understanding to me more on a national level, has been uh, you know one of the greatest things that I can ask for. You- 
you gave a great presentation at the conference too, Jake. <laughs> Thank you. And I don't know if you recall, but the conversation that we had before the conference really was revolved around the opportunity that you had to take the fund to the next level because essentially we had a lot of Tamid chapters that were either partially or not at all using the fund curriculum to the extent that it could have been used. And it really was a make or break year for the fund to to be matched in terms of being the equal to consulting in terms of chapters always featuring consulting and fun side by side. So give us an update on how that went this past year. Well, absolutely. You know, I, I remember that discussion and, and essentially trying to find the place specifically for the fund within Tamid. Yeah. Because we look at, you know, different elements like our fellowship, like consulting, uh, our education, and, you know, they're skyrocketing, you know, really setting the bar high uh, for what Tamid can accomplish, especially aligned on a national level. And when it comes down to the fund, uh, I think the main issues that, that we are facing in the past is that you know every chapter is so specific with the way that they structure their fund, whether it's uh, you know focusing on pitches or written reports, uh, participating in competitions that uh, we may be trying to provide nationally, et cetera. But there's just so much uh, unique perspectives that go into how funds are run on each campus. And so coming into this year, uh, I think that our operating board and you know and me specifically really wanted to try to align each of our chapters to each other. Uh, through a national presence. So with things like having national education resources provided to every chapter, uh, understanding sort of the pain points that uh, that specific chapters were going through, and sort of just connecting chapters to one another, I think that really, uh, you know, with the help of our operating board, fund directors nationwide, and also just every single member that are in uh, in their specific fund chapters to meet, uh, I think that really we've, we've taken the fund to the next level, and that we've created uh, sort of a a strong foundation and also a a desire for more members to both join and sort of continue participating with the fund as time goes on. Excellent. Excellent. Let's go with that. Looking at the semester ahead, what do we have on tap? Absolutely. So, you know, to start with last semester, last semester, we really wanted to focus on launching uh, activities, educational tools, et cetera, such as partnerships with Seeking Alpha, uh, bringing in uh, further competition on Wall Street Survivor, uh, having Morning Brew as an educational alignment tool, and a lot more, uh, trying to just understand the state of each chapter. Uh, what we've realized over the past semester is that, you know, two things. One, our chapters really want more education, uh, you know, because to be the best fund director, you don't have to be a finance major. Really what it comes down to is facilitating participation and engagement with the chapters. Uh, and I think that in addition to education, uh, another focus is just having things to do to keep members participating, engaged, and, and happy. So this semester, we have two things that fall into those categories. One is that uh, with my fund committee, we've been developing a continued education program of uh, five seminars and three workshops to teach you know, everything from basic accounting concepts all the way to how to model and run DCFs, uh, you know, free cash flow models, et cetera, uh, and also how to pitch companies, sort of creating at least a, a solid foundation uh, for, for all of our chapters to build uh, upon. And secondly, we also have a pitch competition coming up, which we're actually going to be launching information about next week uh, in collaboration with Seeking Alpha. So, you know, just trying to give our members a lot more to do as well as resources to be able to facilitate their success. Because, I mean, our members have the energy. They, they have everything required to do an incredible job. And from a national perspective, I think what it comes down to is just giving them anything possible to keep that going. 
Jake, I am so excited for the pitch competition. I can't tell you. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I, I, yeah, I think so. And we saw that the, the case competition from the education semester went so well. Uh, we saw that a healthy amount of competition between chapters can really bring out the best in everybody. And it's a great opportunity for chapters to really dive deep and do due diligence on Israeli stock. So I can't wait to, to see how it turns out. You know, Nathan, I'm really glad that you bring up that last point about, you know, due diligence on Israeli stocks, because, you know, Tamid is an Israeli-focused investing and consulting group uh, when everything is said and done. And I think that one of the other facets uh, that, that we really haven't been, uh, you know, prepping hard for has been trying to implement Israel within the fund, because uh, it's kind of difficult when, when our main focus is on, you know, educating members, career development, things like that that are very specific, especially to how you know, the U.S. works with accounting standards and things like that. It's been hard to, to bring in an Israeli focus. But I know that through conversations that you and I have and the rest of the operating board, it seems like the pitch competition will be a very good platform to, to bring in a focus back on Israel when it comes to the fund. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely something that's on our minds. And I want to challenge everyone who's listening, especially if you're a fund member, to think about how Israel can really deeply be incorporated into your fund's program on campus. Um, there's something else that you brought up, Jake, which is that there's a lot of financial education and it's the, the fund is certainly a perfect place for students who are majoring in finance but it's also it can be a, a home for students who are not as financially literate or as literate with investing to to learn and to boost their skills now do, are you a finance major jake uh i am i have an emphasis in finance but i'm actually not going into banking uh, so kind of a, a nice little blend right so there. I was gonna say it's fascinating that you going from you're gonna be going from director of fund into a completely different career path and I think that really speaks to the the diverse array of aspirations that that the fund can help with maybe you could speak a little bit more about how the fund can be appealing to people just be, beyond people who are just interested in finance well absolutely I think from you know a most direct standpoint uh, you know, when, when we're in college, all of us want a job coming out, right? And, you know, banking jobs, consulting jobs, um, a lot of these positions are considered sort of the golden ticket to success, especially if you're a business major. And what I've realized coming through kind of the past four years of college and through, you know, a variety of investment clubs and, and recruiting events, et cetera, are that students who actually aren't finance majors but show a dedicated interest in picking up the skills, the jargon, and, and really getting experience within the industry, whether it is through internships or through you know, amazing clubs like Tamid, uh, really position themselves, I think, stronger to receive uh, these sorts of offers to join you know, banks, et cetera. Because let's say that you're a biology major and you want to be in finance, the, the education that you have can directly translate to, let's say, going into healthcare, healthcare banking or something like that, versus someone who's just a run-of-the-mill business major um, who picks up finance. And not that's a bad thing, but you know, I think that touches upon your first point, which is that you do not have to be a business major, a finance major, an accounting major, anything close to be successful both in finance and especially within Tamid's fund. Um, for me personally, I think that the the skills that I've learned from Tamid, uh, both from a leadership position as well as focusing on uh, you know direct and, and specific financial concepts, has really benefited me and given me the ability to to go into a lot of you know different fields. I'm going into tech and. You know, of course, in, in technology, one of the main things is trying to understand how things can be, you know, monetized or how things are modeled and, and creating predictions for things. So it's not just about figuring out, uh, you know, for, for a mobile application, if, you know, a button should be blue or green, but also really diving down into, um, into how things are, are funded and, and how things should be structured from a financial perspective. 
And so I think that, you know, to me, at least for me, has really shown that, uh, that the skills that we learn uh, really uh, test the mold of, of sort of the career path that you can go down. And also it just provides a, a very, very strong uh, educational foundation for, I think, any career path. Awesome. And that's a great segue to my last question for you, Jake. And that that is the big question of this episode. We always try to answer a big question here. And it, we try to think of which questions are on tummy members' minds. We encourage you, you all who are listening to this to send in your questions. And this is a question that I've heard from a lot of you. And that is, <clears throat> when you're just starting out as a tummy member and in a position to be choosing between fund and consulting, it's a, it's a big decision and there's a lot that goes into it. What's your pitch to somebody who's on the fence to choose fund? That is a great question. Uh, I think that every Tamid member should try out both if possible, especially if you join Tamid. If you're lucky enough, I joined as a sophomore, but if you're lucky enough to join as a freshman, uh, I think that you absolutely have the opportunity to try out both and really uh, you know, dedicate yourself to, to learning more about Tamid and also the two different facets uh, between consulting and fund. I would say that what... Fun provides is a, you know, similar to consulting, you're in a very small group that's focusing mainly on group projects and, and continued education as a group, which I really like. I think, though, that I haven't found a group similar to Tamid in the sense that there's, there's direct application, you know, working to be able to publish articles on Seeking Alpha, in pitch competitions with a national organization, uh, in, in being provided resources and educational materials that, that really affect, uh, directly affect you know, your, your success with a career or even in school if you are a business major. I think that really what FUN does, though, is that it, it educates members who may know nothing about finance, and it also uh, it, it, it challenges those who do as well. Um, because there really is no limit to, uh, to what fun can provide. So if you are someone who's a finance major and you think you know everything about modeling and, and just finance in general, I think that you can come to, to, to meet and, and honestly learn more than you ever had in the past as well as be able to teach other members uh, you know, things about finance. Whereas if you know nothing, that's even better because you know, the, the world is the oyster when it comes to Tamid Fund. I think that students uh, have found a lot of success through the fund and just seeing where people have ended up, our alumni network, as well as sort of, um, you know, the, the companies that we've worked with and the opportunities that we have uh, with Tamid as a whole, you know, I, I really just say try out as much as you can because, you know, Tamid has been one of the, the greatest aspects of my college career because I've been able to try out so much and take on leadership positions, et cetera. And I think that any member who does the same is only going to find lasting success. Awesome. Well, you heard it here, folks. That's Jake pitching why you should be joining Fund, and hopefully we're going to have Mitch, the director of consulting, on soon to to pitch joining consulting so that we can have a little bit of equity here. But thank you so much for joining <laughs> us, Jake. This has been excellent. Yeah, absolutely, Nathan. Thanks for having me. And if there are any questions that you're sent in, feel free to direct them my way. I'd, How can I'd people contact you? That's on our members' minds. Uh, they can email me at jake.spire at tamidgroup.org or, uh, you know, shoot me a, a call or text or Facebook message, Instagram, <laughs> Instagram. You know, a tweet, whatever works. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> a, a selfie Snapchat that about That would be Tamid. awesome if somebody Instagrams you a question about, <laughs> about fun. Yeah, so, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> and, and Jake's last name, by the way, is spelled S-P-E-Y-E-R. And if you have a big question that you'd like us to answer here on Tamidcast, please send it to me at Nathan at Tamidgroup.org. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to Tamidcast. We'll catch you next time.